In this movie, you'll optimize railings in your project to simplify geometry and reduce poly count. Continue with the file from the previous movie, or you can use the provided file named 03museumrailings.rvt. There are various railing types that you can edit in this project, and others that look pretty nice the way they are. For example, the railing type around the roof terrace is made of a combination of balusters and glass panels. These look good, and we'll leave them alone. Lower at the plaza level, there's a combination of handrails along concrete walls and simple railings along ramps and steps. Leave the handrails as they are, but focus on the simple railings. Currently, they are made of a simple circular handrail and balusters, also using a circular profile. You change the baluster's profile to a square shape to reduce the number of polygons. Select a railing and note its type name. It reads Site Guardrail. Click the Edit Type button and then the Edit button next to Baluster Placement. The top section defines all regular balusters set at a fixed distance from one another. The bottom section defines the balusters at the start, end, and every corner of a defined path. You can clearly see that all of them are using a round shape set to an inch in diameter. Unfortunately, if you try to change that, you'll notice that you have no option to use a square shape. Not yet, anyway. First, you need to load a square baluster family into the project. Cancel the dialogs and go to the Insert tab. Use the Load Family button and browse to the Railings Balusters folder. Choose the baluster square.rfa type and load it into the scene. Now that it's loaded, select the railings like you did a moment ago and edit its type one more time. Edit the baluster placement again and this time notice that you can indeed use a square baluster model. Use the one inch type for every baluster entry and click OK. You're only interested in the shape. The rest of the adjustments work fine here. Click OK to accept the changes and exit all dialogs and notice that all handrails based on this type have now changed in the project. Let's do one more, this time changing the guardrails on the inner stairs. Currently they are made of a combination of rails and balusters, again using a circular shape. You will simplify that by removing some of the horizontal rails and replacing them with a metal wire. Since the metal wire has a smaller diameter, you'll also make it square shape to reduce the number of polygons. You already loaded a square baluster family that you can use, but you still need a square shape to act as an extrusion shape for horizontal rails. Use the Load Family button one more time, and this time go to Profiles, Railings, and open the family type named SquareRail.RFA. This is a simple 2D shape in the form of a square. Browse down and expand Profiles, Square Rail, and notice that the family you just loaded has three size options. To simulate a wire, you need a much smaller size, certainly no bigger than a quarter inch. To create that, start by duplicating one of the options and rename the duplicate one quarter of an inch. Right-click to edit the duplicate's properties and set its dimensions to one quarter inch. 
Exit the dialog window. You are now ready to change the guardrails. Go ahead and select any one of them. It reads Guardrail Pipe. You can of course edit the existing properties or create a duplicate if you want to retain the current one. That's what you will do here. Click on Edit Type and then click the Duplicate button. Name the new type Guardrail Wire and click OK. Start by changing the balusters from circular to square. This is pretty much the same workflow you did a moment earlier. Next, you need to edit the rail structure. Use the Edit button to access that dialog. The current definition is what makes the current guardrail look the way it does. The first three levels define the upper part of the railings. The third one in particular, defined with a positive offset, represent the rail you grab as you go up or down the stairs. You leave those three levels alone and edit the remaining rails. Rail 9 represents the bottom rail and you can arguably change that to a square one inch shape. More importantly, you want to edit the remaining rails to look like metal wires. Also, you'll only use two instead of five. So go ahead and delete any three of those already defined horizontal rails. Change the remaining ones to use the quarter-inch square section you defined earlier. More importantly, you'll need to define their heights, in this case to 1 foot 4 inches, and 2 feet 2 inches off the ground. Click OK to exit the dialogs and view the changes. Not bad, but one thing remains. It would be good to assign materials to the various elements that make the stairs. Start with the horizontal rails, since you were just working on those. Go back to the Edit Type dialog and click to edit the rail structure. Here, you want all the regular rails to have one material and the wire rails to have another, perhaps darker material. Arguably, you can get fancier by perhaps assigning a wood texture to the handrail, but we'll skip that for now. However, it's always a good idea to give names to various elements, especially when there are many. Go ahead and do that. When done, change the material of all the rails except the wires to be assigned with the already defined material named 00 Railings Polished. For the wire rails, you'll need to define a new material, perhaps a bit darker in color. Assign a material to one of the wires but when the material browser opens, choose to create a new material. Rename the material 00 Dark Gray to remain consistent with the adopted naming convention. Set both the display graphics color and the appearance color to a dark gray color. Click OK to accept the changes and exit the material browser. Set the other wire rail to use the same material. This covers the material for the rails. If you tried something similar on the balusters, you'll notice there are no controls for material definitions. Balusters are slightly different to assign colors to because they are their own family type. In other words, to assign a material to all one inch square balusters, for example, you first find them in the project browser then you right-click to edit their properties. Here, you can assign the same polished material you use for the rails. 
Once that is done, you can now select and replace all pipe guardrails with wire guardrails. Take a moment to check if all of your railing types are assigned with the proper materials. The side guardrails you worked on a moment ago are using the same square balusters, so they're okay. But the railing themselves may need material assignment. Check out if they are assigned with the material and fix as needed. Do the same with the handrails fixed on concrete walls. One final note. You may also consider assigning different materials to a stair type, especially an interior one. As you edit the type, you have separate entries to define materials for treads, risers, and stringers. You may not have made up your mind yet, or you may be waiting on client input. You can assign materials as temporary placeholders. You can always edit them later in Revit or in 3ds Max. You are now just about done cleaning the Revit model and ready to transfer it to 3ds Max. Save your file. In the next movie, we talk about lights and cameras and how they are shared between the two applications.